Hey Tech Leads, we're back. When you think about what tech leads or managers do, it might be really helpful if we step back and think about the context. Why do we have managers? Why do we have tech leads? Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. This is a podcast for tech leads, hands-on engineering managers, and startup CTOs. We focus on these first-line leadership positions because they are terribly hard roles for most people. For most of us who find our way into these roles, they're a pretty big challenge because you're making a transition from an individual contributor to having to lead and navigate all these complicated, unpredictable humans, and yet still remain very technical. My name is Michael Rice, and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I plan to bring you some useful stuff you can put to use today to make you more effective in the role, whether you're brand new or you're highly experienced. Tech Leads. This is episode number 59, and it's Monday, September 30th, 2019, the last day of September. We're going to do three episodes on the context of what managers and tech leads do. I think it'll be super helpful for understanding the role. Remember, the new structure of these podcasts is that I'm going to float some ideas to you that you can put to use right away in your tech leadership. But I have some kind of exciting news, I think. We... um, for a few weeks there, we were doing a paid newsletter. I was doing a paid newsletter, just kind of experimenting with Substack. It was a super cool idea. Um, Substack is still great. Um, but as I started thinking more about it, really doing a paid newsletter is pretty inconsistent with what my objective is. <laughs> my objective is not to make money. You know, I give away the book. I give away pretty much everything. My objective is really just to get some ideas out there that I think will be useful. So um, getting paid for it would be great, but I just don't think there's any way at this point to have enough scale to do that anyway. So enjoy the free newsletter, enjoy the podcast, and let's get going. Thinking about what tech leads do, tech leaders, and why they do it, for whatever reason, is endlessly interesting to me. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. Not really the how of to, how to be a tech lead, but more about the context of the role. I mean, it's a foundational question for our careers, so I think it makes sense to come back to the question again and again. After all, a lot of tech companies tend to cling to the idea that we should just really or hire really smart people and just let them have at it, right? And I think that actually works for very small, focused companies. But when you try to scale to any size at all, the company or organization is going to need to move, kind of sort some people out into doers, right? Like individual contributors, managers, or the kind of quasi-doer manager role called the tech lead. But why? Why do they do that? And there's this really great quote. doesn't really answer the why, but it answers the, the context. It's from 1954's The Practice of Management from Peter Drucker. And the so, he's the so-called father of management. He said, the manager, this is a quote, the manager is the dynamic life-giving element in any, every business. Without his leadership, the resources of production, quote-unquote, remain resources and never become production. In a competitive economy, above all, the quality and performance of the managers determines the success of a business. Indeed, they determine its survival. For the quality and performance of its managers is the only effective advantage an enterprise in a competitive economy can have. That last point is super important um, to me. The, um, you know, really like in tech, everything is pretty equalized, right? 
We all have access to the same labor pool. We have access to the same technology. Almost everything is, you know, practically free anymore, except for talent, obviously. Um, so how we, you know, organize those resources and execute on them is really what makes the difference between good and great teams and good and great companies. So we're going to talk more about your role in that in that differentiator um, in three parts. And today we're going to step back a little bit um, from the you know normal leadership and people stuff and, and just explore what management does in three dimensions. This is going to be kind of like business a business one hundred and one lesson. Then later in the week we'll actually dive into each of these topics. Um, so one thing to think about if you if you read Drucker or if you read just kind of like business one hundred and one stuff is managers and tech leads by proxy run a business, run their organization by doing three things. I mean, obviously there's a lot of detail here, but three kind of general ideas. And I think this is useful um, as, as we get into your role as a tech lead. But one, leaders or managers or both um, have a really clear understanding of what's happening in the market and they're trying to see into the future, right? That's actually an activity they go through is try to predict the future, see where things are going. Two, they make actual decisions about what to do about it, right? Like what what aspect of the market are they going to tackle or what, given what's happening in the organization, what needs to do? Where where do does the team or the, the company need to be both today and in the future? And finally, the next step is that they assemble all the available resources, technology, physical resources, time, human resources. I hate that term, human resources, but you see where it fits into this, <laughs> into this, um, this prong. Um, and then, like, what's the right mix of technology and people to execute on right now and leading to the future? So it's kind of three big activities. Um, the decisions and the processes are the same no matter where you are in the organization. The only difference is the scale of the decisions. So taking the first one, right, the the first prong, which is kind of understanding or looking into the future, trying to, like, make a, a, a mental map or a picture of what's happening. Now, if you're the CEO, you're, of course, thinking on huge macro terms, right? You're thinking multi-years, multi-years out, where does the business need to be? Where do you need to make investments? Things like that. What What's happening out in the marketplace, um, what are you hearing from other CEOs, et cetera? But for your role as a tech lead or, an, or a first-line EM, it might just be a matter of looking outside your team to understand what the organization's doing, thinking a year or two down the road maybe at the most in terms of what technology, architecture, or trends are taking place in the market. And I think, you know, honestly, to be a great tech lead or first-line EM, you need, a pretty, you need to be pretty good at this. This is a skill that you really need to develop. As much as I talk about people and leadership and all that stuff, you need to seriously invest a lot of time in being very technical and knowing where the technical trends are going and where the market's going. The next step, step number two, remember, is making actual decisions. So obviously, when you're out scanning the future and thinking about what's going on, you might you might start making decisions at the same moment. But really, there are two aspects, right? It's like a different activity. It's one thing to like think about where the market's going, but it's another thing to actually say, I want to align my team with you know X technology or X trend or X um, development pattern or whatever. And there are two aspects to making that decision. First is making the long-term decision. Uh, maybe you know you're going to Kubernetes and you decide that the future architectures 
for your team is to start decomposing your application into modules and wire the apps together with APIs and services. But in the short term, let's say in the short term, you still have this monolith, you still need to get things done and feature ships. You still need to think in terms of the architectural choices that you're making in the short term that are either going to make the long term easier or harder or enable them or whatever. So this is actually pretty hard, right? Balancing short and long term. It's like you're uh, you're like digging a trench at the same time and you're deep in the trench, but you need to know where the trench is going. So it's like you have to look both long term and short term in the um uh, in this factor, in this prong, CEOs do it, senior directors do it, and you do it too. It's just a different scale. Um, finally, assembling all the resources, including human resources, it's just a terrible term, but but um, it's useful to think about. And we're going to dive into more on this one on Wednesday. But I want you to, I want to leave you with this idea on this one prong: is that you have more resources at your disposal than you think, even as just a a newbie tech lead. You have your team, you have the people on your team, you have technology, and in this day and age, you have just a massive amount of technology available basically for free. Um, You have physical space, which can be a resource to, to leverage. You have time. You have other teams and other people on other teams. You have your managers that can leverage things for you. You have, of course, the internet and tons of external sources. You have lots and lots of stuff you can you can deploy to try to make things happen, right? To make the short term come alive for the long term, you know, and knowing that you're going in the right direction. So you have more resources at your fingertips than you think. And that's what I want to leave you with today, Tech Leads. We'll talk more this week about this topic. All right. Thanks for listening, Tech Leads. And we're on a mission together. We're trying to figure out this tech lead, hands-on EM, startup CTO thing where there's a lot of expectation and very little support. Thank you for taking me on this journey with you. Got lots of stuff for you. Everything's free now. Got the free email list. Got the Tech Lead Coaching Network, which I'm still trying to pull together. If you're in Los Angeles with me, enjoying a nice September... nice end of September, beginning of October. You can come to a Tech Lead Workshops LA or let me know if you want to start a similar meetup in your community. And finally, you can, of course, download my free ebook, How to Be a Tech Lead on LeanPub. But if you download it, be gentle with me. It needs a lot of cleanup. Still working on that. And no matter what, I want to hear from you. Drop me an email to me at michaelrice.com or hit me up on Twitter at Michael Rice. So it's a new week. It's a new role for you. Go make the most of this opportunity, Tech Leads. It's a big step up in your career. You're going to do great, and I want to be on this journey with you. Mm-hmm.